You know, as being black, the good tend to have to suffer for the bad. You know, us civilized, tax-paying black folk, you know, sometimes got to take a bad rap for some of our brethren and sisters that's not quite doing, you know, the best. And with this thought, you know, this brings me to my next point. Hey, bruh. I got a lot of people that I know, not a lot, but a handful of, you know, homeless cats I know, you know, that are cats that's not doing the best. And when I see them, it's all love and it's up. If I got it, they got it. Shout out to my grandma. But uh, I'm kind of pissed off, bro. I just blessed the dude. I asked him if he was hungry because I ain't had no cash on me just now. So I call myself walking across the street to the goddamn Wendy's, blessing him with two fire burgers, large fry large drink and then i come out to give it to oh boy he fucking ghost bomb drove so some of my comrades might have to like you know be on ice with the gift given from the boy for a minute man the good might have to suffer bro <laughs> i said whoa welcome to the best friend weekend podcast it's your man aldo nice it's your boy rosh move wow it's your boy los aka cap i mean rumble making he making sense but i always kind of have been a um a huge um, what's the right word? Uh, um, I'm not gonna say opponent, but I'm just gonna be. I'm weary of trying to bring somebody some food. Just cause them boys homeless don't necessarily mean them boys eat onions or pickles. <laughs> oh, well, I feel like he, beggars can't be choosers where I'm from. But he, that's but, how I feel. But he, who said in anywhere in Rumble story? He didn't tell the man. Who was, asked who him. was begging? He didn't say he asked him. He didn't. I'll he tell didn't, you this. Rumble didn't ask him for that. Rump, that man did not ask Rumble for no burgers. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. He didn't. He didn't say that. Maybe the dude did ask Rumble for a burger. He didn't say it if he did or not. But I'm gonna tell you. I don't know. Have you ever been really hungry? So usually whenever I eat a burger, let's just say no, let's keep it at burger. I've never been really hungry. <laughs> I, I kind of I stopped. I stopped where I was going. So like, I want to. I want to start from the beginning. So like, <laughs> I go. I usually like like a cheeseburger with you know meat, cheese, and then I like ketchup and maybe one other thing. But whenever I'm really hungry, I get everything on it. Like, so I feel like if I'm going to bring a burger to somebody that's quote unquote homeless or hungry, I'm putting everything on it because I assume they're hungry and they want like lettuce and tomatoes and pickles and onions are only, that's only more food. Uh, so I don't, I don't know that's my that. logic. I've, I've been really hungry food. before. If I have my choice, I'm going to get what I like on my burger. I'm just not going to get a burger with everything on it just because I'm really hungry. Like I don't eat cheese on my hamburger. I don't like the way something's really wrong with cheese you. like that. Maybe so, but I don't really do cheese like that, bro. I got asthma, so I just make sure if I'm really hungry, I just get what I want on my burger, and so, I'd be mad if it come on. Would if you got sardines? If you brought in with sardines pizza, would your logic be you're really hungry, so you should eat that sardines pizza, even if you don't yeah, eat definitely. sardines? Most definitely, unless you so got like some sort that, of sardine where does that allergy. Line stop at like, what if somebody said I got ass? On the pizza, cutting it's an ass pizza. I uh, should he eat your ass because he yeah, got pork. Got pork ass. butt. Eat my ass real quick. A huh? pork butt pizza. What type of ass? Like a, a human <laughs> ass. Then that's like human a, food. You don't need to be feeding people a, human. 
a Boston rump. What do they call it? <laughs> a rump roast. Yeah. Rump roast. Rump roast. You better eat that rump roast. I mean, but since Ash is considered groceries now. They only got one thing that I probably... One thing I understand if I bring a homeless person something, if I'm like, hey, look, I got a, I got this plate of corn pudding for you. Um, I need you to eat that. Like, I could see him saying, nah, I ain't eating that corn pudding. Nah, he eat that corn thing. pudding, boy. He's crazy. not eating corn pudding. You crazy on slaughter that corn pudding. But look, normally, uh, sometime on two went well when it was 99 cent. Uh, when they had two people 99 cent, I used to, if I go get some, I used to get like three of them. And then right around where I stayed, be homeless people everywhere. And then I asked them, but hey, man, y'all hungry? And I'll just give them a couple of them, you know. So you ask people, are you hungry? I don't, I'm not going to buy you no food. And I didn't ask you, was you hungry? And I'll tell you, I'm coming right back. I mean, we've talked about this on the podcast about how it might be a good idea to just ride around with water in the back of your car to give people water. I just think you're stepping on toes when you start talking about food. I'm not necessarily a finicky eater, but I'm a picky eater. Mm -hmm. And I know if somebody roll up on me with a big hamburger, like you just said, with all the fixings, I don't want it. I don't want it. If you haven't eaten all But if you're hungry. Yes. My point is y'all are making that assumption that because that man homeless, that he hungry. No, no, no. Like, I, I didn't make that, that assumption. Rumble made that assumption. Mutually exclusive. I think that man could have ate. Good. Like somebody might have gave him some food early. And why y'all want to get that man them black killer companies? Why y'all <laughs> giving him fast food anyway? So you going to go Salados? I give him a loaf of bread. <laughs> That's just as bad. A loaf of bread. That's just wheat. That's not as bad as going get some processed food from McDonald's. No, when is... When is oh, no, so you don't eat processed food from McDonald's is what you're saying? I'm just saying that if you're giving these homeless, y'all just want to give them anything, huh? Y'all just going to give them we wanna, the, uh, the scraps. If you want to talk about what would make me mad as a homeless person, if somebody brought me a loaf of bread, of flavorless bread, <laughs> I would no be meat? very upset with you. Cutting, I just, you could bring them some peanut butter too? Or like a, okay, some, well, yeah, some, bring me something else, but you said a loaf of bread, yeah. and that's it. But you're if, right. if you bring me peanut butter, you got to give me a knife. No, 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 no! I'm not I need giving you a to spread knife. It with. Really nah, you could you could spread peanut butter with your You being a little you being a little picky as a homeless person. <laughs> well, if you need a knife, you are gonna stick that bread in the in the peanut and butter? Eat it like, like a cracker? Yeah. Nah, man, I don't want that shit. And then what I'm what I'm a drink though? You, you better have that water. Oh, yeah. but peanut butter bread. Peanut butter bread. You like cooking. It's like a box of Popeyes. I know you going with him a twelve piece biscuit for Popeyes. No drink. Yeah. Homeless ass. Buku honey. Now eat that. There you go. Bless you, my brother. <laughs> May peace be upon you. We watch out for the black man over here. I don't know. I just think that um, you can't you can't necessarily put that on a, the homeless person. Like, if he walked away from Rumble and just was like, man, what this dude doing? Oh, he going, I don't want nothing to eat. No, he probably, he probably went to his bins and drove off. Like, nigga, I don't I, I mean, homeless. you know, the stereotypes are real, but. Uh, $2 a, a light? I mean, you hit them with the stereotype action. I don't know how. I don't know. I just think that it's just thinking you know what what somebody want to eat is that five dollars a minute. That's all I'm saying. I think the I think the moral of the story is is we because that man said his uh, comrades that's us uh, are gonna suffer. So Rumble is not gonna be able to lend no, a helping he hand homeless to anyone. Comrades. Yeah, I didn't know Rumble had like homeless friends. Yeah. I know a dude. With I didn't know that friends. either. Shout out. I kind of I let that pass brought over to you me. by P of P and Larry. P got homeless friends that he be driving around with in his car. And post it on Instagram. They sleep in the car? I don't know. P's weird. Wow. You know, you, Do you have homeless friends? I don't have homeless friends. Rod, you got homeless friends? I don't have any homeless, like, 
I, I guess comrades, but it's kind of crazy. I was looking on Facebook one day and I saw this dude, this dude I went to college with. Tell me how crazy this is. Dude I went to college with and then I saw one of his posts and just, you know, lately my my I don't see that because all I see is the Thomas, Thomas. family on my stuff. But anyway, Thomas. now, so I saw, I saw a post from this dude and it was like, hey, I just want to let y'all know I'm homeless. I mean, he had Facebook, but anyway, he's like, hey... I want to let yeah. y'all know I'm homeless. Not really. I'm I live in Inglewood, Colorado now. Blah 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 blah. And it's a dude Shut I kicked up. it with on camp. I swear. Like and I he was lives like, in your little, in, like close. He to lives you. In, in my very small part of, you know, my very Den, small Denver part of Colorado. Area. He stayed yes. down. He stayed down. And I live in Inglewood, Colorado now. If anybody can lend me a helping hand on like GoFundMe or Venmo or something, I really would appreciate it. What? And I scrolled past it. <laughs> I said, "Damn, that boy in Inglewood. I hope I don't bump into him. That's a shame, but that's really what I said to myself." Was I, it, did, people listening out there? Did you expect that story to end any differently <laughs> than what it just ended? Like, is there, was was Raj gonna say anything besides that? So, Raj, you saying the boy hit you? You wouldn't you wouldn't give him like twenty five, even on payday? Absolutely not. Like twenty five, just to give him like a little, a little. No, advice. like no, like you, like you see my, you see my standards. Like I don't know, I don't know, dude, circumstance, but like I know that Inglewood and you know Denver itself are very expensive places to live. You don't need to be here. Like you need to go somewhere else if you can't afford to live here. Like and there's much cheaper places to live. It's, so he was from back home. He was from somewhere well, said, around in Louisiana. Well, he said he go be homeless though. in Louisiana. Go to be homeless, homeless in Louisiana. It's probably smarter to be homeless in a place where people got money at. Duh. You, right? you don't go to the hood and be homeless. Who panhandle? Well, they do panhandle in the hood, but you get you get you get to like all of the pawn shops got better stuff. Yeah, yeah, everything. Who would who would want to be homeless in the damn Calio projects? So y'all y'all are, y'all are put pushing this off as if his homelessness was a choice, and I'll humor you. That's even more reason for me not to well, support. It's like his slavery. <laughs> what, what, what slavery was a choice and homelessness is a choice. <laughs> no. So I hey look here. I don't I'm gonna can I get transferred to New York and be a slave up there? Or be a slave in Mississippi. I'm just saying. It probably ain't all that bad to be homeless in Inglewood unless it's real cold, like minus twenty. It is today. very cold. It is cold. But if it's minus twenty today, it'd be then go be homeless in Miami. I mean, I tell you, if he was so, I think if I'm if I'm thinking about it right, the time period was probably in the summer when I saw it, and it's not a bad place to be in. It's not a bad place to be homeless in the summer. Like I could see myself if I was very just like if I had to be homeless somewhere. I don't think I would want to be homeless in Louisiana in the summer. I'd rather be yeah. homeless in Colorado in the summer, for sure. Well, I think he get a lot of he probably get a lot of free weed too. I was just talking about like you know how people be like, hey man, I'm about to go back to um uh, to Kansas right yeah, now. I gotta Texas get back home. And I can't bring this on the plane. Yeah. So. But it'd be fucked up. Even more reason for me not to support his homelessness. And be really. All, all of these things came up. All of these things came came to mind. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, dude probably in Colorado because he wanted to smoke weed, couldn't afford it, <laughs> fig, fell on, you know, tried some opioid. I don't know what, I don't know what happened, but whatever, he's homeless Rock, now. Damn, Roger. And I'm like, he's a dope head now? I mean, it's just stories. It's just stories all this time. Like, that's just what I think happens to people that are homeless. I think that they get addicted to something or. They fall on hard times. I did I give them that. Think I give that, that they out. probably or maybe maybe get addicted to something, but more than likely they just don't have a strong family support system or people ready to bail them out. Or they staying with somebody, bro. They're not really homeless. Yeah, 
You could be homeless if you're living on your couch or somebody's couch. Can that man yeah. can move you to really don't have a home? That man can That's move possible. to Back Manila and be straight. Like huh? that man can move to the projects and be good. Live off Section Eight and you ain't homeless no more. Pay well, six dollars a month. Live off Section Eight. They don't give men Section Eight, boy. What's wrong with you? Yeah, they do. You know a man on Section Eight? Yeah, I did. I did. Like, Single man. My no partner. Kids. Um, well, a former partner of mine. This podcast is brought to by, brought to you by him. Uh, <laughs> he was living. In, he, he was living in he was living um in this small outskirt of a um college town and I went to his crib one time and he told me the rent was two dollars a month. Because yeah. he was on like government housing. He finessed. Real spill. People. Yeah, so it's it's a thing. He was in college too. And he was on finesse. government housing for It was in Louisiana. Huh? Yeah, it was in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's a bunch of things. Man, look, that don't burn my booty, but I'm gonna tell y'all about some things that do burn my booty for um to start February off. Um, so you just talked about your boy and you say he on social media and uh, homeless people on social media. Nah, nah. <laughs> uh-huh. um, I think it's funny when like the people, uh, people who bother me, a class of people who bother me are people who say, I'm not really on social media like that. I feel like this is a twofold thing that burns my booty. And one is the people who just say, man, I'm not even on social media like that. But they're on things like Next Door app or the Ring Doorbell app or some community, like even a, a email group for something else. Like, or let me let me give you some other examples of where I'm going with this. Like um group me, not even group me, that's not a good example. But just they might be on LinkedIn. Their idea is that I'm not on social media because I'm not on the top Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. If I'm not on them three, then I can say, man, I'm not even on social media like that. But then they they operate on those other services as though it's like social social media. (laughs) That bothers me. That burns my booty. I don't know nobody like that. Yeah, I'd like to say, I I wish I could say that I'm not on social media, but like, what else am I doing? You know, like, what else? What are you doing with your free time? Like, I'm I'm going to check Instagram, Daquan. Reading reading books? Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. But that's just, I'm not. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm on social media like that. Playing video games? That's social media. (laughs) That's not social media. Well, no, I mean. Yes, it is. Nobody plays video games on Nobody plays video games not online anymore. Like everybody's online now but in some sort of battle media, royale or that make, competition. Because so, if you play online and make it social media, I don't know. Yep. No. What? Well, so it's not social. It's not on a social activity if I'm playing online. And is video games not a form of media? Online every day. You just playing online gets to whoever, whatever. You not. So I can tell you this. I don't know how much you game, but. But like, a, like you know, used to used to be whenever you had a game, the controller was like a standard. Of course, you have to have the controller. Now you gotta have a headset. You know, if what what's the point? You got somebody talking shit to you. I can't talk shit back to him. I don't know. That's if I'm social media. The game, but if they hop on like Reddit and they're talking about it, like I feel like that's social, social media, media too. I think like, being on I, a game is social media. Hmm. I think we're gonna put a new category, and I think that's called social medium. Like it ain't social large. <laughs> it's, but it's bigger than social small. So them, them boys is in social is on social media. Got, got categories. Mm-hmm. So social I'm gonna be honest with you. Without like I'm actually trying to transition my life to be healthier. So I'm gonna be a um a social vegetarian. I'm not gonna be a social media. 
<laughs> Media. <laughs> Stop it, dog. Stupid, I don't man. like th- this is why this is why we don't um we don't talk about it. Man, I told y'all I was listening to a podcast last week. I might not have mentioned this to either one of y'all, but I definitely mentioned it to a few people. Um y'all remember the movie The Social Network? Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. so um great Justin Timberlake performance. What um but the little dude who played um the movie couldn't have been what it was without um the little Mark Zuckerberg yeah. dude. I can't remember his name. Um, and then it's the other little thought. dude who got to be Eduardo Saverin, mm-hmm. he ended up being um, Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, he did. Like one of the crappy Spider-Man movies. Like he was like Val Kilmer, like the worst Batman. He might have been the worst. I don't know. People say he was a good Spider-Man. I don't know. I don't know. You, you can't be a bad Spider-Man. You can Some be people bad, also no. say that Val Kilmer was a good Batman, so don't sleep on that. I don't I think you, you okay. could be a bad okay, Spider-Man, so, if if we if we rank in Batman's though, come on man, let's 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 just be honest. It's Michael. No, I know it's Keaton Christian. It's Michael and it's Christian Bale. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Christian Bale's the best. <clears throat> it's Michael Keaton and Christian Bale. Those are the two Batmans, and I mean, I guess old dude Batman. And who Nobody's... was the other dude that you said? The the other guy that was Batman. Michael Keaton. No, no, it was Michael Batman. Keaton, Christian Bale, and then the other guy. Oh, the old, the old, I don't know. What was his name? The old dude. You just said it. You just, you just said his name. He, Val he, Kilmer? He was Val Kilmer. I thought Val Kilmer and Michael Keaton was the same person. So, uh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought well, Val, I didn't okay, know Val the Kilmer was, uh, Val Kilmer was um, Doc Holliday on Tombstone. Val Kilmer was on Heat. Val Kilmer was. He was Doc Holliday on Heat. Oh, on Tombstone, the movie. He's like, I'm your Huckleberry. That's Val Kilmer. Wow, I didn't, I didn't realize that. Val Kilmer was dope. But that's not the point I was getting at. The point I was actually getting at on social network, on the social network, was the dude, and this kind of this kind of um, just threw me off. You remember the twins on the movie, the Winklevosses? Mm-hmm. You know who played like one of the Winklevosses, the, the older one? Who? An actor named Army Hammer, Armin Armando Hammer, but they call him Army Hammer. He a porn star? Mm-mm. Just a, you've seen the movie. You know who the dude is. The big twin, right? So you know who played the other twin? Oh. Raj, do you know who played the other twin? No. The same person. It was all CGI. Hmm. For real? Wasn't it seamless now that you're looking like, think back at the movie? I thought those were two people. I thought it was, I was two. I thought it was twins. I thought it was, definitely was twins. Same person. CGI. Nah, I gotta go and that burns your boudin. It's no way that don't burn my boudin. That well, I don't know. It kind of burns my boudin because in like if I really think about it, I really could have a best friend weekend podcast with just me. (laughs) (laughs) I won't have to wait on y'all to do podcasts. (laughs) Record whatever you want to. (laughs) Just be answering myself. (laughs) But Al, you stupid. Al, though nice, boy. You dumb. Al, though mean. (laughs) So, so he was listening to a podcast where somebody was acting like they were two people. Is that is that what you're getting at? <laughs> no, I'm just saying that. No, that that shit been in his head for a while. That's what right? I'm. A, that's what I'm. A, that's that my next project. Aldo Nice versus Aldo Mean and Aldo it's Soft. Be all CGI. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have three of them. Aldo Nice versus Aldo Mean. <laughs> Rod Smooth versus Rod Rigid. Oh, Raj Raj Hard Pause Pause Well you could do C- CAP and Los <laughs> You definitely You already got that CAP up. and CAP versus HAT If you want to do that one <laughs> Los versus W-I-N huh? 
Wins and losses. That's what that man um, album need to be called. Shout out me. Um, another thing that's burning my boot at is uh, just recently I saw this. Um, when people say, I got a cousin who, you know, whatever. This podcast is brought to you by GQ Status, man. GQ, man. So some of y'all probably know about my cousin. I talked about him. Cool dude, man. I don't see him that often, which which is cold language for I never see, dude. But um, and he lives out here in Houston. But he, he posts stuff like hashtag mixed babies, hashtag Creole Kings, and like things that he um kind of feels are cool are like things like having mixed babies and um like being having Louisiana heritage, which is fine. I don't mind if hashtag whatever the hell you want. But one he's been hashtagging recently is abs every day. And he's been putting videos of himself like with an ab roller every day. Um what burns my boot ends when people say they work in abs because I feel like you gotta have abs to work abs, <laughs> otherwise you just work in stomach. <laughs> Cause I I can't work abs. <laughs> it's abs under there, but it's still you work in stomach. <laughs> but at some point, if you continue to work those abs, no, they gonna come through. Past no, moment. it's yes. not gonna happen in my life. You never know that. If you lose, or say you drop forty, you got abs. I've dropped forty and Pop. I don't have abs. Yeah. I gotta almost be anorexic to have abs. That's nah. just working stomach. It's it, still abs. It core. burns my booty. What about core? Well, it burns my booty when people say they work in abs when they. I mean, your like your favorite abs. your favorite troll got abs. Um, Bolo got abs. He bought his. You know, it's a thick dude. He got some abs, I believe. I don't know what he got, but I think he got, I would imagine Whoa. he has abs. Wow. Whoa. Hey. Whoa. <laughs> Shoot your shot, then, right? Pause. <laughs> okay, we're waiting for it. We're waiting for the other shooter drop. <laughs> Ah, there you go. Um, another thing that burned my boot ass when people say accidents happen, like most accidents happen a mile from home. <laughs> That's always burned my boot ass. Cut. What do y'all think about that statement? They really don't. Accidents happen anywhere. Was your was your accident a mile from home? Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. Probably when I got in an accident, it was it, it was probably a mile from home. Yeah. Yeah, I never got got into an accident a mile from home. Raj, what you think about that? Most accidents happen a mile from home. I mean, I think most of the time uh, you like live around, you know, where you'd be driving, so it's an easy one to agree with. Like, usually, I don't know. I don't think people usually get in accidents when they go visit somebody out of town and rent a car. So, like, I would imagine that if you got in an accident. Chances are you're gonna get in an accident around your house, somewhere within miles. I don't. I've never heard within a mile, but no, it's within in fact, a mile. It's, I heard it before. So okay, so an estimated fifty-two percent of car accidents occur within five miles of a person's home, and seventy-seven well, yeah, within but, fifteen miles. And and that's great that you googled it, but I've heard the the saying yeah. is most accidents happen with, within. Oh, a so mile you mean just home. you heard just hearing it, just hearsay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I mean it's a saying. Like don't. Yeah. Don't leave. Don't drop the soap. That's a saying. <laughs> it's not. Nah, you probably really don't want. You probably drop shouldn't the drop the soap. But <laughs> you really don't want to drop the soap. But Raj, I'm I'm saying all that to say you you articulated that exactly the way I think about it. You're more off every time you leave your house. You're within a mile, or the way you said it, five miles from your house. Every time you leave your house, so probability is that you're gonna get in a wreck. In the place that you're at the most often. But how long are you within a mile? You don't operate a mile around your house. You don't work nowhere near close to you. My point is, how long are you 20 miles from your house? That's different, yeah. 
Not at all. Well, in Houston. If you really think about like your driving time and say which the percentage of your driving time that's spent close to your house I, versus I do a lot of stuff around my house because everything's over there. Now, if you're just a commute person who goes 30 miles to work and then that's all you do, still when you get home, you're going to Walmart, you're going to do day. It's more opportunities to get in that wreck. Uh, okay. I mean, that's what the that's what the logic is. That's all I'm going to say. That's what the man say. I mean, I'm with it. I'm Whatever. With it. Um, another thing I was thinking about, this don't really burn my boot at, but these are just some random thoughts. When I was in like elementary school, I had a coworker who basically today was talking about how her son needed, like, um, he was going to do hearing tests because he needed to do certain things with his hearing. His hearing was messed up. Um, and I was thinking about like when I was in elementary school, how I used to, anytime it'd be time for like the vision and the hearing (laughs) test, how I used to be scared that I would fail the hearing test. Like, if I failed the vision test, what are they going to do? Give me glasses? The last thing you want to do is have that big, big, stupid-ass <laughs> hearing aid on your ear, nigga. The last thing you want. I went to all-white school, so the hearing test was like, and they, they, like, they make you stand outside in line, and you go into a room, they close the door. So it seemed real, real serious. So you be focusing, and they look, they look. They you, like, try, you gotta put your little finger up <laughs> to let them know if you. Nah, we should hit the button. Hit the button. Yeah. Yeah, no, last thing you want to do is fail that big hearing test. It ain't it ain't the same hearing aids as was. I was telling my work with this lady. Well, she don't work with me, but I've seen her at in work circles, and she got like the whole like part of her scalp um, shaved off and got the little dot, the little thing on her head that connect to the hearing aid. Oh, I'm man. like, I don't care how smart that woman is, it may, still make it look like she kind of like. Like something wrong with her because she got that hearing aid, couldn't that hearing aid make you feel like but something no, wrong look, with you? It's inside her scalp. She got one of them. Yeah. Oh, to like transmit the sound waves and stuff. That shit probably some high high tech science, man. Let's connect it straight to her brain. That's what she I'm fuck saying. around and fall or sleep bad. It's over. She probably picking up like signals from like aliens. Mm. She probably hear like a dog does though. I don't know about that. I don't know if we. I don't, yeah, know I don't think it makes you have super hearing. It's not like a meta. But I'm thinking you could get different fre- device. Well, maybe Roger, maybe Los is right about the frequency though. She probably picks up frequency. Yeah, like that we don't pick up high pitched like whale sounds, <laughs> dolphin signals, huh? Bats. <laughs> yeah, bats <laughs> yeah. yeah. She can close find my iPhone. She find my iPhone. What is wrong with him? What's wrong with him, y'all? Hey, if you, I mean, think about it. If you want to be trapped with somebody when it's bird box time. Oh, wow. Definitely want her on your team. Thanks. She just Thanks. like, hunk, hunk, keep honking the horn. I can hear him. I can hear the sound bounce off the cars. Echo location. Yeah. Y'all, y'all are ridiculous. And uh, that other observation that I had, just, just I, I know, we're going to get to our stories in a second, I swear. But the other observation I had was just, I was at the barbershop last week. And why they always got next level stuff? You remember it was the sponge? Mm-hmm. They had the sponge and they oh, giving y'all the waves. They got the the racket thing. They got a tennis racket now. Yeah, yeah. Raj, they ever hit you with that tennis racket? No, I don't. I've, I I don't have long hair no more. Raj but I would have one hundred percent had myself you a tennis racket cuts, huh? if I still had that. Uh, if I still had that, why are you trying to play me like that? You go to pro cuts. You go to Floyd's, huh? Why why are you playing me like I don't have a, a regular degular barber? I have yeah, a regular you know, barber. You in Denver? They got they got barbers out there. They got barbers out here. Well, you in Black Inglewood. I'm in Inglewood. Shout out with an E. I, I'm saying I have a look, barber. Shout out my dog. This podcast brought to my dog Herm. Nah. Nah. My, and my nah. barber nah. name nah. is we play, Herman. We play to win the game. Nah. 
Herm. <laughs> Playoff. Uncle Herm. Playoff. <laughs> big big Herm. That's what it's big Herm. Big worm. Big Herm, huh? <laughs> All right, man. Let's let's hop into um the story that's probably our title story this week. Who knows? Uh your boy Jesse Smollett. Jesse Small let them boys beat him up. Um on January twenty ninth. This ain't funny though. You can't make fun of this. Oh, we go we go we go <laughs> oh well you on the wrong podcast, brother. <laughs> <laughs> on January twenty ninth, um a couple of days ago, this this story blew up quicker than um quicker than um Oklahoma City, man. Smallett no, was attacked in Chicago in what was being investigated as a hate crime. Smallett said to police that um, he was attacked after leaving a fast food restaurant by two men in ski masks who made racial and homophobic slurs. According to the statement released by the Chicago PD, the two suspects then poured an unknown liquid, which people saying is bleach, on Smollett and put a noose around his neck. Smollett said that he fought off the attackers. He then admitted himself to Northwestern Memorial Hospital, from which he was released in good condition um, later that morning. After TMZ claimed that Smollett had told police that the attackers were white and had referenced Donald Trump's Make America Great Again slogan, <laughs> claims that were repeated on social media, police representatives initially dismissed both claims before subsequently confirming that he had described the attackers had shouted MAGA country during the assault. <laughs> While TMZ wrote that the liquid poured on uh, Smollett was bleach, it was mainly described in news reports as an unknown chemical substance, though CBS reported that police officers described smelling bleach on his clothes. In the following day, in the days following the attack, figures from the television industry and campaigners condemned the attack on social media. What are our initial thoughts on this very um, fluid situation? One, if, if they pour bleach no on your clothes, no pun intended. Pun intended. And you got anything of color on? We would have known it was bleach off the rip, right? It looked a little, little white stain on your shit. So you don't know that. So you hung up on the fact that you don't know if it was bleach. Yeah, I mean, if, yeah, if, you if with the boys. It's not bleach. I just think it's funny, like, okay, yeah, we don't know if it's bleach, but it smells like bleach. Like bleach got a very distinctive smell. Yeah. Why 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 why, 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 why is that people? Because <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about no, the bleach. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna let y'all go with it. Go ahead. I don't know. I'm just thinking about the bleach. I just I also think um when I, you know, ski masks, I just wish niggas would stop copying the Saints. I wish, just wish that would stop. <laughs> um, and I, it, I, I think it's man, that's something. A celebrity got beat up. Like I don't. When do celebrities get beat up? That's that just. Yeah, it sounds fishy mean. to me. So it's some white boys with, uh, with make make America great again hats on, walking around, riding around with ski masks. And they found no, the first make America great again. Ski mask and pull bleach on him. Make America great again. Ski mask. You're stupid. Um. So honestly, it's it's you know, the initial reaction is what it should be. Oh my god. That that people should be. Ups- I don't know what that voice was, uh, Los, but I, the oh uh, the that people should be upset about that because the the underlying connotation and not even the connotation, the story, the story in itself is that he's um. You know, a black man got targeted, beat up. They poured bleach on. I don't know what the significance of that is or whatever substance it is. Bleach, ammonia, whatever the hell it is. Um, and they put a noose on him and um, yeah. and did, and was screaming MAGA country. Like, all of that to say, that's that, that could have been anybody. So, we got to, like, stand. But I think it's an interesting thing that kind of initial ideas and thoughts 
kind of go to the fact that he was gay and, and, and it's, it's kind of like, ah, we're going to make them gay jokes about him. Ha ha ha. Or whatever, whatever it is. And I just think it's, yeah. What's it going to do with him being gay though to me? It definitely has that. They made racial and homophobic slurs. Yeah. I, I, uh, I just also, I think they were, they were uh, so like, I think of these, on the ground. so they, so you saying they knew who he was. They probably, no. I mean, they, they could have. But all he could have been twisting. I'm not thinking they knew who he One was. I'm thinking they knew he was like you can know somebody gay. So you can look at Jamal yeah. and know he's a, a, a homosexual. Well, I mean, I'm assuming they might have assumed. You know, he, he might have came out of there sashaying, or I mean, I know that's a, um, I know that's a stereotype. Or he might have came out there from oh. talking to another guy in the restaurant. Had like a head to talk. Or, or, or some rainbow t-shirt. Yeah. Who knows? Okay. Like, yeah. or like I just, said, I just want to know what. Him. What fast food restaurant it was? Yeah, well, I thought it was. Somewhere. And I, I want to know how, had, how they has. So, so one, okay, I think it. I think it takes a little bit of time to get beat up. That's what I would imagine, like a little bit. No, maybe not, not a whole lot of time. But them boys had a, a lot of time to beat you? that man up, put a noose on him, and pour bleach on him, and scream MAGA country, and nobody, nobody did nothing. Like nobody helped that man. Like nobody he was said, "Hey, that's crazy." I, yeah, I, I get your point. I get your point. Um, I, I don't know. The 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 thing about it is cutting like it's. I I was in a text, um, well in an Instagram group, and somebody hit me up, hit us up, and said, "I just wish that this story is true." Yeah. But I don't want it to be true. Like I want it to be true. I don't want it to be true because we don't want this to happen to people in America. But there's so many, it's not even so many, but just the kind of premise of it is so borderline, like, I just, I, like, I hope you're telling the truth. It seems uh, like Because they waiting for somebody to come out and say, nah, this didn't really happen, he lying. Seems like a scene from Empire. Right? Seems just like something that happened on Empire. They put they Before y'all say anything, before y'all even get to it, I'm just so glad that, like, I'm going to say this first, because I know y'all might want to say this, but I did not know that that was the dude from... Mighty Ducks. I didn't know he was in Mighty Ducks. Oh yeah, I saw he was. In I just Mighty found Ducks out this that week. he was Terry Hall from Mighty Ducks. He, he was, was the little brother. He was my little yeah. brother. <laughs> he was. Oh, he was my little, little brother, man. Ball. I didn't know that. But I, it, it, it just seemed like a a, a, a little scene for Empire because they did. Like, they put a noose on you. They scream homophobic. You know, I, I don't know. Is this record? Uh, let's let's check his. Um, anybody check his record sales? What might be on his Kanye shit? Well, yeah, I don't know about all that. My my thought is just I don't know. I think he probably got beat up. What? Well, I think he definitely got beat up. The thing that kind of sticks out to me, and I'm just gonna say this, and this is what it is: is can who be walking around with a big noose in 2019? <laughs> like a noose, can you know how to make a noose? Well, you can go on YouTube. Do you know how to not? Do you know? How, well, I guess you could go on YouTube if you got to do anything. But can who walking around with a whole noose? Can if they catch you with a noose? Them no. boys taking you to jail, cutting that's paraphernalia, cutting that's no. some kind. Like, no. oh, if a pipe no. is drug paraphernalia, no. a noose no. is no, no. lynch paraphernalia. No. <laughs> they don't mind you lynching people. You good? It's Chicago though. They should care. They don't care. You taking care? You might got a nigga who's gonna shoot the whole block up the other day. We are, they ain't tripping about them niggas out there. Come on, man. Them white people don't care about that. Relax. I just think the whole noose part is. Like it's almost, it's it's a bad story, but it's too good to be true. From like all of the aspects of like 
y'all pick this celebrity black dude who happens to be mm-hmm. gay and mm-hmm. black, and you, you and just so happen to catch hat. him out with, and you got a MAGA hat on, and y'all catch him Skis. out in these streets, and and y'all put a noose around him, pull bleach on. Yeah. Bleach on. It's, did, it's so much. You did of the nineteen seventy shit to a nigga like, in two thousand nineteen. The, like nineteen sixty. The, the only thing that make this story take a like would take this story up again. It, it happened in Chicago if it was Oprah or Barack Obama, yeah. right? <laughs> like they caught Barack. Walking out and they threw him down and him and Oprah Stole was having dinner. Poor bleaching his basketball shoes. Yeah. They said, you're already light-skinned, nigga. Yeah. So having dinner at, at a fast food restaurant. At a, yeah. yeah. At a fast food restaurant because he was outside. Oprah, um, Oprah, took, Oprah took Obama to uh, Jersey Mike's. No, so, Harold's, um, Harold's Wings, man. That's what's in So, um, I'm reading spices. that this, like, he even, he he performing this weekend in, in L.A. So he, oh, ain't that, he ain't got uh, Jesse Jeff, Hall. Um, J- Terry Jesse, Jesse Smollett, man. Yeah. Well, you know on, on he, um he's performing in, Empire, in LA he performed this weekend. right they got shot too. I'm gonna stop it. He got shot on the TV show? <laughs> yeah, he got busted. He was tripping for a while, but he had came back when Lucius had gotten his I show. wanted to make a gay joke so bad, but I'm not oh, gonna do it because I'm so happy you didn't cut back on that. We're well, back I mean that's kinda that. going back to what we talked about. In case you haven't noticed, we're still trying to work on getting um getting Carlos together, but um, <laughs> what we we know uh, like on, as of January fifteenth, they said Family Guy was phasing out gay jokes. Um, and it's like they basically saying that they're trying to phase it out. A lot of people are coming. Um, it's, 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 the climate is different, the country is different, the culture is different, so our views are different. They've been shaped by the reality around us. So I think um the show has to shift and evolve in a lot of different ways. So you know we made a conscious effort even within ourselves to not. You know, try to make as many um, of those jokes. I mean, we still gonna make the jokes. Don't get me wrong, but um, try to keep them away from those that are in super poor taste. We we still working with Carlos about that, um, especially when we haven't. Um, and 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 we're gonna work with Raj too because Raj had something to say about Jesse Smollett. It was probably something about Jesse Smollett. One of them boys um, come down and then pull bleach on him. But, <laughs> Like, I know it's more so after he got. I didn't know if he got shot or shot on. Is what I was gonna say, but I'm not gonna say it. Now. Okay, okay. So don't say that. We 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 phasing this type of shit. You see, you laughing at it. We, we trying to document oh, what right. we're not doing no more, and you over here. Hey, what kind of sandwich did he get? Oh, stop it. We done. No, we not ask. Don't answer that, Raj. It's a setup. He got a six inch off foot long. Pause. You wow. Yeah, very wild. We don't have time for it. In the in the in the in the middle of the we trying to phase it out too. Because because the the wildest TV show on on TV right now is Family Guy and has been for a while now. And here's Los. Ain't phasing it out. He ain't with the shits. I thought you were with the shits, Los. That's a simple question. So no, I'm just think about the level. Jesse Small let somebody kill. The way I said, Kanetsu play on words. That has that has some comedic value, but it's also a pun. Raj um talking about something he tried to play some more. Did that man take that big six inch? I know. I, I, come on, no, man. I, no, I come said. On, no, man. I said. What? What? What sound did he get? <laughs> the six. That's overtly toilet. homophobic. No, it's not. We don't have time I, for that. I, I just wanted to know what that man like from Subway, the six inch or the twelve. No, stop it. So I saw this comment on Instagram, and I got to read it because it's kind of like encapsulates some of the things we we're talking about. It's from somebody called TJ, the Chicago kid. Y'all not gonna like it. But it's kind of talks about a little bit of some of these thoughts we have. And it says, Jesse, that was a cute story you told. Now tell us how how you was up on Grinder and got lured out to get some street meat 
by some dudes looking to beat up a gay guy. Because I and every other native born Chicagoan can tell you that your ass wasn't out walking around in Streeterville area that night off the lake at 2 a.m. walking to go get Subway. You was out there trying to get some street meat, but it wasn't Subway. Wow. You ain't heard of Uber Eats, Grubhub? <laughs> Chicago restaurants stay open 24 hours, but you're not walking in sub-zero temperatures. Your sandwich would have been frozen 10 feet from the entrance. And what MAGA supporter recognized you? Because your face was covered up in them temperatures. And they had a bottle of bleach? Stop it, Jesse. It's okay. We all been caught out in the situation we put ourselves in. Charge it to the game. It's hey. dudes out there looking to set up gay hey. dudes. You got caught. Hey. You just got caught, youngster. Nobody hey. deserves to be assaulted in attacks because they're gay. Black, white, midget, whatever. But next, t- but next time, tweak your story better. Because hey. being born and raised in Chicago and having sworn to never go back around this time of year, no matter what. Ain't no way I'm believing your version of a hey. That's a, that, I mean, I read it and I was like, damn. <laughs> Listen, that that that's that's pretty close to you ain't wrong when you're right. Well, I, the story could have happened that way, but he put in some aspects. I, it, it, I like if he it's cold if he, shit. If, yeah, if he phrased the story without all of the homophobic nonsense talking about he was on grinder trying to catch him some but meat. It's cold as shit. That that part. And you walked the, yeah at at two some in the morning, and you walked the subway like you can't afford Uber and shit. It make a lot of sense. How you? Yeah, I mean, how you, yeah, that makes sense. It's cold outside in Chicago. Ain't it like negative 20 and stuff right now? Why are you out in them streets? Because you should do something different. And he said your face was covered. So how would they know it was you? Well, I don't know if they knew it was him. So you, so you, I didn't know it was, I didn't know it was that cold. I didn't know it was super cold out there at the time. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. Chicago. I mean, I just, I mean, wait, I hold on. Cold. I don't know I if y'all boys like... know this might be something to kind of discuss, but I'm not, we're not going to discuss it. But it is a topic worthy discussion that so Chicago I mean, actually has record breaking cold temperatures right now. Like, it's like neg- the neg- coldest. 20. Yeah, the coldest Chicago's ever been right now. I mean, I, I did. I didn't go to Chicago weather on my iPhone and check it. My bad. Right? I mean, either. But it's news. Like it's just. News. I, I, didn't, I haven't. I haven't caught the news. I got asthma. Well, nah. I and got, just so you know, just so you know, going forward, Chicago is cold in January. Like every year. He don't have that. diverse friends because he went to school at TSU. So I um, <laughs> my, my, I got a lot of Xavier friends who went to um, I mean, who from Chicago, and they was posting all morning like minus twenty on their car and minus eighteen and on their car, wow. and I'm like, that's ridiculous. I don't even want to look at that. Minus I thought 11. it was. I thought they was playing. Like I thought that was like wind chill, but like. I got a little partner who live in, um, shout out, this podcast brought to you by Kobe. Um, he live out there in um, in Minnesota, and it's like minus 35 he was showing. I thought it was like the wind chill. That's the temperature. I don't get it's it. It's the temperature. Negroes. And it's windy. Global it's the windy city. Warming. You say what? I said, and it's windy. Like you said, you said oh. that's not the wind I, chill, I but windy. there's also wind there because it's the windy city. Like it's freezing out there. Wow! So that boy was out there, negative thirty five, getting a subway sandwich, and maybe some soup. They sell probably soup some soup. Subway. He's probably getting soup. But it's still gonna be cold by the time you walk back to the house. He could have got a hot maybe. Him. No, if they microwaved it, when he they got poured home. his soup on him. Oh, okay. And if the soup was so nasty, and maybe why that's why it was bleached because 
if it wouldn't have been bleach, any other liquid would have probably froze in the air mm. before it hit. Right. Like before it hit him, and like a little icicle. M- Maybe he just came back from the washeteria because the washeteria. You know, he cutting corners. He you know he don't use Uber Eats, Uber Eats, so he he don't have a wash and dryer. He go to the washeteria, yeah, and he bleached his clothes. Didn't have time mm-hmm. to dry them. Put the clothes on, and they poured soup on him, but it smelled like bleach because he didn't dry his clothes. But that if his clothes wet when they freeze, though, uh, you know, I'm just it was a it was an unknown chemical substance. That's all we saying. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, these ma- look okay. So we talked about all of that, but let's get back to this point. Um, what sandwich did the they MAGA get? motherfuckers is out of line, and if they did this shit, which it seems like, let's just go ahead on and believe the black man for right now. What a Black Panther party! What y'all out of line? Y'all can't be running up on a gay dude or whatever dude, whatever y'all can't. I mean, and like like Lo said, they might have if if it was Lo said happened to, they might have threw his ass on the ground and been like you you home. They might have gave him homophobic slurs and whatever because that's what you do when you're beating somebody up. Mm-hmm. You call them homophobic slurs. Yeah. Um. So it could have been any one of us. And them boys out of line. And if this is what Trump got them boys out doing, it's time's up for that. I know it couldn't have been me because I ain't I ain't hungry in sub zero temperature. And I damn sure ain't walking nowhere to get it. They might have caught him. In, they could have caught you anywhere, dog. With that nonsense. But I'm saying, if it's in that situation, if it's sub zero temperatures, I'm not gonna be out getting no fucking subway. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. When well. it get real cold, the first thing you want to eat is subway. Yes. Oh, I ain't know. Six inch twelve. You know, in Louisiana, when you're like, "Boy, it's cold outside, but it's perfect subway weather." <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Or maybe they say, or maybe they say gumbo, but let's go with subway. <laughs> subway sound like a thing. It's perfect Ooh. subway weather. I hey, mom, eat fresh, mom, mom. We eat subway tomorrow. You know it's gonna be below zero. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Um. So something else I saw, Rod. You 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 mentioned them them Thomas is your favorite family on online. Um. And I just kind of wanted to, to to hop hop on. I had me, um, Raj and I had talked about this earlier in the week. So over the weekend, I was watching the Ted Bundy documentary on Netflix. It's called mm. Conversations with a Killer, the Ted Bundy tapes, right? Um, mm. And then I did a little a little dive, and it said that there's coming out with a movie in 2019 starring Zac Efron, and it's called uh, Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile, and it's mm. about Ted Bundy as well. So for the, those of y'all who don't know um, much about Ted Bundy, just understand, he killed thirty plus women in the sixties and seventies, yeah. and um, he killed them in like Oregon and Utah, and was leaving their bodies in in the um, in the field and going back and um, having sex with corpses after mm-hmm. they was dead and basically strangling people. The way he was luring them was he was just like, "Hey, my arms in the sling, so I'm hurt. Come help me put my boat in the dock." And he was telling them his real name and shit, like my name's Ted. And then they walked back there and he strangle them and take them and kill them. And he was killing like mostly white girls of a certain age and whatever. Um, they He went to Utah and he like caught this one chick, tried to take her. She got away. He got pissed off and went find another chick and killed her that same night. Um, so the chick who he um, got away got him arrested. So he got arrested in Utah. And then he broke out of jail. He hopped out of the window, like, because they was letting him defend himself because he was, like, in law school or something. Wasn't really good in law school, but whatever. He ran away from some days. They caught him. They brought him back to jail. He was in jail for a little bit more time, and then he broke out again. This time, he fucking, like, snuck out the top of the jail. And um, this is in the 70s, so they didn't really, or 80s, like, late 70s. They didn't really have, like, this national, like, oh, look, 
satellites and everything else. Like, well, they had satellites, but you get my point. It wasn't like cameras on every corner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was able to get his ass all the way from Utah. Um, shout out to D. This podcast brought to you by D. Saliba. All the way to um, to Florida. Lord. And then he, uh, when he got to Florida, he killed some sorority girls and then killed a little 12-year-old. And then they caught him out there again. And they um, fried him. They executed him in Florida for those three murders. But he had really done like 30 plus others. 60. Okay. So that's your Ted Bundy in a nutshell. Yeah. My thing is, so the, the documentary was interesting. But the documentary kept like painting him like as like, see, the thing was he was so smart and sophisticated and, 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 um, and he was attractive that the women just kind of just swooned to him. Yeah. And that's how he was able to get away with it for so long. Man, him killing them women, it had nothing to do with the fact that he was attractive. No. He was lying to him like, my arm is hurt. Mm-hmm. Can you help? Or, he, or dressing up like a policeman and saying, hey, your car is getting broken into. Can you come? He wasn't just walking up to them hoes with his shirt open, <laughs> like being yeah. fine. He wasn't Tatum, Tatum or something. Chatting with a yeah. chatting, he, wasn't, he wasn't Travis Kelsey. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't, he wasn't right? walking up to them women just being suave. He wasn't seeing H and nothing. nothing. Yeah. At all. At all. And, um... So I got into a very interesting like Facebook beef with with the Thomas, Thomas. tribe, Roger's favorite people. Who um, is that? I don't know. It's just it's just some of Roger's favorite people. Thomas, we're not gonna go too far in, in depth into who they are. But it was a female Thomas. Thomas. You say it was a Thomas, Thomas. Huh, Roger? Yeah, it was a Thomas. They, um, I'm gonna just leave it at that. We don't need to be name dropping. You got yeah, no you got in a fight with a female. Let's keep it yeah. like that. We're not doing that. She put, I'm enjoying this Ted Bundy docuseries so much. Perspectives, perspectives. Can you really say anything is indeed faulty? This man's mind was more consciousness. This man's mind was more consciousness than the majority, if you ask me. And it started like this long thread. And within that long thread, I sent her an article that I read online by um, this called um, Ted Bundy wasn't special or smart. He was just white. Hmm. by Ashley um, Elise Edwards and that was in um, Refinery29 you can find that online at refinery29.com it's a really interesting read and then she started trying to come for me and be like um, no his consciousness on the internet. He, yeah don't believe everything his consciousness right though he was alley. smart right up your alley he was just smart though because he was um, like like he, he defended himself don't let the media just make you think that people's People um crazy because of stuff they did. He was actually a very smart man. <laughs> Listen, that's all I'm going to say about it. I'm going to say two things. This is my opinion, and I'm going to give y'all something to talk about. Um, If you rape and kill 30-plus women and strangle them and, and have sex with their corpses and all the rest of that bullshit, you're fucking crazy. It's no, it's no, stop talking about how smart the motherfucker is. Sick, he's not, he's fucking sick. Yeah. And he probably not even that's like everybody, like the facts are he wasn't that smart. He wasn't like the top of his class in law school. He wasn't like this smart person in high school or college. If he had been, then he would have been somebody famous already and he wouldn't have to kill people. People who go kill people and be serial killers do that shit because they are nobodies. Well, that's not no, that's always oh, kill the fucking people. case. I thought you might. Serial killer motherfuckers be nobodies who like want to be famous gotcha. and it's like that's the way I could be famous is by killing people because I can't do it just by go I can't make yourself, a podcast you're about to go read, read about yourself in the newspaper or yeah. yeah think about like like Charlie Manson yeah, all these motherfuckers see your work. Yeah. and I'm not going to say every single person I mean some of them was just sick like Jeffrey yeah. Dahmer probably didn't want the fame disgusting yeah like yeah. some some of them people didn't well, want the fame though. 
It don't make you smart because really, if if you defending yourself, all you gotta do is know the primary, the first little couple things where they can't. You gotta read my random rights, you know. Just and if you went to law school for a semester, you probably know how to start. Yes, the, a regular court proceeding. And you've been in. Uh, in, in how long? How long did you go? A I don't know. No, but I mean, still, you don't have to be the most intelligent person in the world to be able to halfway defend yourself. You're going to lose And anyway. they said that he was terrible at it. They said yeah. anything he was doing was like fucking up his own trial because he didn't know what the hell he was doing. Just knew What's the, crazy is the article. The, is to take. the article was basically talking about how the, the, the and it's an interesting read, how the, the, the judge and stuff was sitting in the courtroom saying like, son, you could have been like, I would have loved to see you in my courtroom as a real lawyer instead of um, like what you, the, the path you went down. But you made your bed, so you got to sleep and blah, 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 and this and that. And buddy, you got to do this, 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 this. The judge was sitting there just like to the moment they strapped him to the chair, they just still like big up in his whiteness and like saying, boy, you could have been great. Wow. Like it's, yeah. My thing is, if this was Derek Ty Lee, the Baton Rouge serial killer, you think that judge would have been sitting in that room talking about some son? You could have been great. You're a disgrace to this community and you should be, you should not be in society. Savage nigger. <laughs> you gross nigger, you. But I think it's kind of like the same phenomenon. This is kind of what I wanted to talk to y'all about just real quick. They got a lot of women who out there like swooning in this documentary and like really talking about it. And with the Zac Efron movie that's coming out, they're like trying to sexualize Ted Bundy to make him look like this, this anti-hero from the 70s that women are going to be like, oh, he was dangerous and whatever, whatever. I feel like it's the same thing people were talking about with R. Kelly a couple weeks ago. Like, somebody who you know is fucked up and wrong, that people are still finding ways to defend somebody who's fucked up and wrong just because they want, like... All facts. Uh. I know a few people who really, really rocking with R. Kelly, regardless, just because of R. Kelly. Not, not to mention whether the parents did whatever. The fact of it is that that man was sleeping with underage little girls. Yeah. Definitely not as bad as Ted Bundy. He wasn't killing them. But, I mean, we talking about 1B and 1C. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 1A, one 1B. One, one if he was from New Iberia, they would say he was killing them. But <laughs> it's a little different. It's, it's a little different uh, usage but, of the term. Rather, whatever it is, it's, it's all wrong and it's absolutely disgusting either way, bro. On both on both sides of that post. So Raj, what you doing over there? Eating cereal or something? You didn't got quiet for nah, the last twenty minutes. I'm listening. I'm listening to y'all boys talk about this. I just think it's it's appalling. It's appalling for anybody to just try to. It's funny how they do that. You know, it's funny how they like just take somebody's story like and and they did some wrong stuff and then talk about how brilliant they are. Like, mm-hmm. so what? Like, what? So what? If he was smart, maybe he was smart. You know, like that's what I'm thinking about. You saying he wasn't and all of this stuff. But what if he was? What if? What if? Let's say he was. Let's assume he was smart. So what? He was having sex with dead bodies and all of that stuff like that's not smart to me like i'm not i'm if somebody let's say if somebody i know somebody that's nice and they got hops and they go who but they eat bodies and have sex with corpses my first thing that i'm gonna say about them is not that man that nigga nice that nigga go who you know what i'm saying i'm not saying that i'm gonna be like bro that dude is disgusting that dude is insane like and let's talk about that like let's focus on how disgusting and insane he is and then maybe somewhere along the line, tatter maybe that he was a, a intelligent man somewhere along the line in there. But keep the keep the focus on how disgusting this is. Yeah, I, I always feel like people, especially on Facebook, who do that, they be, should be looking for that that long thread. You know, what I mean, I, I feel like on, on Facebook it's so because I mean, most people I know have thousands or some, you know, at least a thousand Facebook followers and people, you know, on your thread or whatever, and people likely more likely to comment on Facebook probably more than any other social media, maybe other than Twitter. But um, 
I just feel like you be looking for that. You looking for some? Oh, let me go against so I can I can go viral. Yeah. But it's a lot of people who got that opinion. I think that shit's stupid. It, it is stupid. It is stupid. Uh, but it, it falls in line with what we were saying a couple of weeks ago about why they picked R. Kelly for the documentary. And Raj, you might not have heard this take, but it's a hot take that I was like, basically, in the, the day and age we live in, crime dramas about shit that happened not so long ago is kind of in vogue. That's what people want to hear about. Mm-hmm. That's what people want to be like, oh, let's yeah. talk about this crime drama. Yeah. So... Like they they look at stuff like like R. Kelly and they're like, oh, this is a perfect story. People are gonna come out and people are gonna watch it because they want to hear about it. Ted Bundy was just the next one. They're gonna the, be another one in two weeks. Because probably. really, what you're right. Because really, what we've been it's shit we already know about. Yeah. Ain't like we haven't heard about all the stuff he did. Just put a new spin about on it. all of the shit R. Kelly did. They just went into detail. Went into mm-hmm. more details. Found the victim. Found people to talk to about it. Uh, you might have a point there, my brother. Maybe I mean, I think yeah, Ted Bundy's an extreme case. But like the next, like Raj, it's not gonna be five years before they like the Darren, Darren Sharper. Sharper, Darren Sharper thirty for thirty or yeah. something. Like, I need that one. But the, but the here's Cosby what I'm saying, Cosby. I never heard in watching those and yeah, watching Cosby like definitely. I guess the difference is in whenever we like kind of the difference between let's let's go let's just let's just similarize Ted Bundy and. And R. Kelly, I never heard nothing about how smart R. Kelly was. Yeah, like I never heard anything about that. Well, he was like, white. That man was. I know, and and, and and maybe that's my point. He, but what he, I'm saying he is, I never read. heard his that. documentary was he couldn't read. He's not smart. Yeah, he was dumb. dumb. He couldn't read and all of this. Yeah. I never even heard. I never even heard them say nothing about him being handsome. I don't even really remember that. Fucking <laughs> right. Like. Fuck it, it was right. more. Yeah. It was just like this man was fucked up. Well, yeah. why wasn't Ted Bundy all the way fucked up? Like that's <laughs> it. That's it. We don't want to talk about nothing else. He was all the way fucked up. That's crazy. That's yeah, a crazy point. I never heard anybody say R. Kelly was handsome in any of them documentary. They never said, oh, R. Kelly could have had all the old hoes he wanted. Yeah. I mean, but, and, and while I was just talking about which one we're going to see, I said that Darren Sharp and whatever, I'm overthinking the obvious. There will be, probably before this, the, the end of the year, mark my words, it will be an Aaron Hernandez movie Oof. or a documentary. They already got one out. They got a movie or a documentary? The documentary out. Okay. Well, no, I need I need one that's highly like publicized. Yeah, like I need I need I need it to be something that's talked about, like that Aaron Aaron Hernandez, Darren Sharper, like that. I need that. Like I need Aaron to know Hernandez, they, him shooting life. people at Florida, yeah, him his relationship with T. Like it'll be a whole. Yeah. That's something people. I'm watch. definitely front center yeah. for that one. I'm watching that all day. Yeah. I saw the little the little bullshit when they was like, I was like, oh, he did some shit, like Aaron. Darren Hernandez was into some shit. Yeah. Nah, he was he was deep. Like I mean, that's what you want to. It's it's like life meets art almost. It's stuff that you don't really it's believe people TV, did, man. and then he killed himself. Like it's so like the whole, the whole yeah. His his story is prime for the picking. For um, but see, the only thing about his story is that you got to get some people to come out and snitch. Well, he you dead know? now. And still, he and he he's blood. You know, he's he's he was affiliated, so you got to do some. Aaron Hernandez is crazy. Yeah. Gangsters were scared of him. Yeah. He's six, what, he was 6'7"? Yeah, yeah. you're supposed to be scared of Aaron. I think 6'5 or 6'4". But, yeah, you're supposed to be like You're supposed to be scared of Aaron Hernandez. And that man fast. You're not running away from Aaron Hernandez. You, you saw I, that I got video you. of Kareem Hunt running over that woman? <laughs> Imagine Aaron Hernandez doing that with a gun. <laughs> Coming at you that hard like he came with that with woman gun. with a gun. What you gonna do? Go mm. Nothing. <laughs> go to, Nothing. Don't do your thing. Because if, if you no, really, he gonna beat you up, and then when you're on the ground bleeding, he gonna shoot, shoot you in you your head. head, and then he Make gonna walk dance. away and go to practice. <laughs> he gonna go to practice. 
You're going to go, hey, what's up, coach? Wow. Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. I bet in his movie they don't say he attra- He was he was an attractive man. Nah, he a Mexican. Cause, no, he, he's not. He, but he a, dirt, he a dirty Mexican because he was with a black woman. That's how they're going to frame him. I, I mean, think, if he was I a, think the, a, a little Mexican with a white lady, like if he was um, somebody else, they, they, they were trying to say, you know, he was he was so shy and he was mm-hmm. this and that. They try they try to paint. It's him. just it's just crazy how far they took a Ted Bundy's intelligence and like good looks, like yeah. almost as if this guy, like like if Ted Bundy was a regular, not insane person, he would have been on the cover of a magazine and and it would have said sexiest man alive. But like, did Ted right? Bundy. But did Ted Bundy right? really look, did he really look good though? I mean, you seen pictures of Ted Bundy? You a white boy? No, Gun. This is Ted Bundy. He look like George fucking B- Bush yeah. Junior. <laughs> he looks exactly like George Bush Junior as a kid. Nah, I didn't even know that was him right there when I saw the picture. That was the man who ever. But so, so they cast Zac Efron, the uh, like Hollywood heartthrob. Uh, to play him. Yeah, like that man, nice. I, he wanted he wanted him where you just got a man, nice. I'm sorry, Paul. Right. Nice. They could have cast a little, that, a little, a little Reggie dude, but no, we gonna we yeah. gonna make Zach Efron be him. It could have been one of the failed Spider Men or something like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> one of the Winklevosses or something. One of the Winklevosses. <laughs> <laughs> no, it definitely could have been the dude uh, who played Zuckerberg. Definitely could have been him. Definitely. But it was, it was, yeah, like you said, Hollywood heartthrob. Like we don't hate. Like I feel like this might even taint. Um, Zac Efron a little bit because like when do I ever see Zac Efron like in that villain just like evil I hate him role and this kind of points to they might not even paint that man out to be like they might paint that man to be all like an anti-hero you know like yeah he was you know he was doing bad but he really was doing good <laughs> man I was he watching only- him fertilizing the I was watching a movie the other day just FYI this is crazy though an aside I was watching this movie and it was about um like it was a Stephen King movie and it was about this um this woman and her husband, they go on a little retreat. I can't remember what it's called, like to try to spice up their marriage, but they really about to get broke up. And he ch- he tie her to the bed, uh, handcuff her to the bed because they about to do some freaky sex shit. And she like not having it. And then that man get a heart attack and die. And then she locked, chained to the bed in this like remote cabin where she can't go nowhere. <laughs> and it's just like, it's craziness, right? So she's going to have like these flashback sequences. And one of the flashback sequences, she's chilling with her dad. And the mom at this lake house, and the mom and dad go away, and she's with the dad, and the dad makes us like sit on his lap while they're watching the sun, like an eclipse, and that man beat that wood, and and bust on him. What you watching no. again? Yeah, like, and then he go in the room and peace it out, and not talk about it, and be like, you know, I'll tell mom right now. We should tell her because you know because I don't think you can have hold the secret like this and blah blah blah. So it's a little it's a little weird, right? Right. But the thing that that caught me as so crazy is, man, the same actor was in another show last year that I watched about this author who like was um she was she when she was a kid she was going to this ranch with these people and and some people somebody out there is gonna know the name of these two movies that I'm talking about and she goes to the ranch and at the ranch it's like she's she meets this um this lady who takes her under her wing and the parents basically let her go stay over there and she's like twelve and. She end up like common is in this movie too, and she end up smashing that dude when he's like in his thirties, and he's and she twelve, and he's smashing her every day like in the room, like so he's having these rape scenes of like statutory rape of a twelve year old in one movie, and then he's got his daughter sitting on his lap and beating that wood, and the daughter was like fourteen in the other movie, so like he's typecast now as like uh, rapey, uh, rapey dude, Nick Raperson, rape Raperson. <laughs> 
So Zach Ephraim might get to be killer man if this dude is um <laughs> if this dude is rape rape person though. So, and you know what's funny? You know how we got you know how we got our we got our um Bobby Brown, you know, we got uh some other <laughs> characters. You got you gotta name him. Zach Ephron might become our Ted Bundy. Like that man might only be Ted Bundy to me. And our serial killer. It's like Hugh Jackman, like I look at huh? Like Hugh Jackman is um Wolverine. Who Jackman is Wolverine? And whenever I see him in the Greatest Show or whatever the Greatest Showman, whatever that movie is, he, I'm like, why is Wolverine in a musical? Like, what the <laughs> fuck, Wolverine? That's pussy shit. You know, like I mean, I'm not. It's like, what happened to Wolverine? That's what I'm thinking to myself. The man is not the Greatest Showman. He's Wolverine. <laughs> like, if I see the Bobby Brown dude in a movie, and like, let's say that man in Avengers Four, and he like some, I'm be like, why? How did Bobby Brown become? <laughs> When the, when uh, the Avenger, Brown gets you know? superpowers, hey man, that's that's what he's supposed to. Be. The name of the um, damn, I can't I can't find it. I was looking for the name of that Netflix movie that Stephen King. All right, whatever. We'll we'll look at it. Oh, Gerald's Game was the name of the movie. Gerald's Game um is the one is the the movie I'm talking about where he was beating off on his on his paws. But that's the name of the movie, man. And oh, uh, the the cast member, real quick, the the guy that I'm talking about. Who is rapey dude in every movie? His name is Henry Thomas. If y'all find Henry, Th- he was the dad on the Haunting of Hill House, but he's rape dude in everything man, else, man. Yes, Henry Thomas is rape daddy from now on. Like he's the raper. Like if Ted Bundy's this killer, he's the raper. He almost looked like. And uh, what's his name? Jenner guy Henry Thomas. He Henry what? Tom- Thomas. Thomas. <laughs> Thomas. You want to know Thomas? Oh, he was. Oh shit! I didn't even peep him. Dog, y'all know who Henry Thomas, Thomas. is? Who was Henry Look Thomas? at this picture of him from when he was a little boy, Bruh. Henry Thomas, Thomas is the is ET partner. Henry Thomas, Thomas is the kid riding the bike with ET on it. Man. So that man was smashing ET too. <laughs> <laughs> he was beating. It, it showed sure That he man was ET. ET. Wow. It's Henry Thomas. Thomas. Lord. But you can't lie and say he don't, he don't have that little rapey face, though. It's like Michael Jackson. He never got to grow up because he was... E.T. put that thing on him. <laughs> put that finger That's on that him with that light. And it was like, you're going to do what I say, boy. <laughs> wow. Forever, I hate, forever do I hate y'all. Shit. Henry Thomas. Thomas. Okay, one more story before I hit y'all with that thing, man. Uh, pause. No, pause. No. Um, South Carolina teen, man. I have to talk about that it because stupid, it's, it's the funniest story of the week. Oh, what's his name? Emmanuel Franklin, 19 year old. Um, he duped his mother into believing he had been abducted and would be killed unless she gave the kidnappers $130. Number one, his mama's stupid. He got an extortion blackmail charge on Thursday, two days after his mother received a phone call saying kidnappers would harm while killing him if she didn't leave the money in the mailbox. Bruh, what did he want to buy with $130? <laughs> You too old for that shit. Nah. How old, how old was he? 19. 19? Oh, you know what he wanted. Some J's? No. Last year, Paul George's. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> he wanted, he oh, wanted shit. to Paul George's. He saw, he saw a, a, a thing come on his Instagram talking about sneaker my, you. my sneaker place. Sneaker you, yeah. My sneaker place <laughs> just restocked the Paul, the PG um, one. Last Easter. <laughs> That boy wants some PGs, man. Raj, what are you buying with one thirty, though? An ounce. I was thinking like a like some sort of like PlayStation something PlayStation centric, like some VC for uh, his two K player, something like that. You know, 
V bucks wow. for um um Fortnite. Kinda you could you could spend money on Fortnite, but I was thinking one hundred thirty, like one hundred thirty dollars, would make your man a ninety nine on that two K. <laughs> so you probably looked at it as an investment, man. If I get my man to be a ninety nine, I might be able to win one of these online tournaments, and then I could exactly flip that. No, he nineteen though, dog. I would rather you steal that your mama purse than finesse it like that, dog. I wonder how the conversation went. Is my real question, Mom, Mama? Little money, uh? Oh, I mean, uh, <laughs> bitch, <laughs> bitch. I'm gonna kill this nigga. Nah, Miss Miss Thomas. Oh no, my bad, <laughs> bitch. Miss <laughs> Franklin. No, dog. I, I just I don't have it. I, I just want to know. Say say he got it and it, it all worked out, and you come home with the new shoes on. <laughs> mama be like, then look. They say up. so. They wanted him to put $130 in a neighborhood mailbox, and then it says, an incident report says that the mailbox belonged to his dad. So put mom up. I mean, uh, Miss uh, Miss Franklin, uh, put put the put the shit in uh, my daddy lot. I mean, in uh, Mr. Franklin's mailbox. No, is that his last name? Okay, I'm being stereotypical, but his daddy's last name is definitely not Franklin. It's Johnson. Oh, Jackson. Johnson or Jackson? Or Thomas. No, you see, no, that's even that's wild. I think that's wild. I think we need to phase out those jokes. Oh, which jokes? Those jokes. See, that's that's not funny. But you know, I just want to know the conversation because when you do stuff like that, you talk to somebody about it, right? So when you talk to your homeboy about what your plan was, because you got to have help with this, somebody Mm got to call you more. What was the conversation between them two boys? Like, hey, look, I got to wait. I'm gonna get this one thirty. My mama, I'm just going to play like I was kidnapped, but I'm going to need you to call and threaten because she don't know your number. So, you know what I say? If he asked me that, I'd be like, you want me to call your mama? <laughs> How, Sway? <laughs> now, no. keep that music up for nothing nice to say. <laughs> I know they say if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Nothing nice to say, but I'll do nice. Ain't nothing nice. Yeah, okay, so we've been dancing around this story for weeks. Uh, been referencing it without actually getting into the details. So it's about time I get y'all my future position. Camila Thomas, an 18-year-old student, high school senior in Florida, received a lot of attention because ETS, which is the Educational Testing Service, has refused to release her SAT scores and deemed them invalid after a 300-point inc- improvement. The story pre- hit pretty close to home to me because, you know, my education background. So I want to run it about this. First off, this reminds me of Lean On Me or Freedom Riders or, or more accurately, Stand and Deliver. As a former math teacher, when it was time to roll that TV into my cart into my classroom, I only had about three movies to choose from. It was either A Beautiful Mind, Donald Duck in, Ma- in Math Magic Land, or, or Stand and Deliver. In Stand and Deliver, Jesse at Jaime in Escalante. Yeah. This, these, these are your nines? Jaime Escalante and his stereotypically overly Mexican students learn math and um, they do their thing on the AP calculus exam. And the villain, who happens to be the ETS, insists that there was too much overlap in the questions they got wrong and suggested that the students cheated. You can guess where the story goes. Escalante defends his students and feels that the allegations are based more on racial and economic perceptions. He offers to have the students retake the test months later. Students all succeed. Despite having only a day to prepare, which ends up um, alleviating all the concerns of cheating. In the movie, theater goes wild and the audience claps and people hug each other and it goes down. So since we've seen this story before, we should know where it's going with Camila, right? Well, 
Let's actually look at the major crux of her case. Her lawyer, Benjamin Crump, said, colluding, um, in colluding the no, in concluding that the only way Camila could have improved her score so substantially was by cheating. The ETS defamed Camila's character and replaced what should have been an appropriate and motivating pride with shame and confusion. First of all, he may have a point. But when did Benjamin Crump become the Johnny Cochran of our time? I saw him on a billboard the other day in Houston. I think it's crazy how black people pick one person to make them the voice of our people across all fronts. This is the same dude who represented Trayvon Martin's family, Mike Brown's family, car accident victims, nursing home cases, and anything else where race may have been involved in. But I digress. The point here <laughs> is that they say she went from a 900 to a 1230 on her SAT test a couple months apart. The ETS told Campbell in a letter that um, a preliminary review board showed substantial evidence that her score was invalid because of substantial agreement between her answers on one or more score sections of the test and those of other test takers. I did some research. And a score of 900 would put her in the 20th percentile, while a score of 1230 would put her around the 80th percentile on the SAT. I don't know all the nuances of percentiles in the SAT. And I'm a chief advocate for calling out people when they're discriminatory towards our youth, but I did say I used to be a teacher. If a student goes from the bottom 20% in my class all year to the top 20% on the final and has all the same right and wrong answers as someone else in the final, I'm assuming they cheated off top. I get innocent until proven guilty factor, but I got to keep it real too. I understand why the ETS has suspicions. And another part of the argument is that she won't have time to retake it and still get into college. Bruh, I'm going to just stop here. Because I ain't got nothing nice to say about kids who wait until November of their <laughs> senior year to take SATs and ACTs yeah. and then worry about not having time to take the test again when they come up with buku of the same answers as other kids sitting in the same room. So I won't say nothing at all. That's what I was about to ask you. So she, the same kids sitting in the same room? Well, she got the same kind of right and wrong. So... Great minds don't think alike. C C C A A B A D D A B C C. No, you ain't like. Don't like you know. You know F you F A. You know left. You know left top corner is A. <laughs> right top corner is B. Left bottom corner is C. Right bottom is D. I mean, so we've been talking about Camila and these test scores. We've been alluding to it, but I mean, that's that's just what it is. It's, I didn't know she had the same right and wrongs as people. In her that's school. what they say. That's what ETS the same say. thing. I mean, I took my SAT or ACT junior year in October. Sophomore year. <laughs> September. You don't take your SAT <laughs> senior year in November and then be like... Well, she took it, yeah, she took it in March. Yeah, she took it in March of junior year. I'm not about That's to. still late. You should have already took it. And she shouldn't have got a 900 the first time. Ain't nobody want you in their college getting 450 on the math and 450 on the science. That's how that shit work? I'm not the science, the... Um, English. I had to take the uh, SAT to get in uh, Miami. I'm just saying, not you. You don't want to get cutting You can get an 800. You don't want to get a 450 cutting. That's like a low. That's that terrible. is that is not smart. Nobody Ted Bundy would have got a 1600 on that he thing. He probably got a perfect score with his with all of his charisma and with his shirt off. Ted Bundy would have said, "You know what? I just got Ted Bundy would have been like, uh, excuse me, Miss Miss uh, Thomas. Thomas. I, um, <laughs> I don't know if I know the answer to this question, and then murked him." And look, and look, finish his test and and then in the room. He would have killed and then killed on on the test. Wow. 
they and all of, he wouldn't all of the kids in the class would have been like, I mean, that man nice. Like <laughs> he do look good. He, <laughs> he, is, he is strikingly handsome. He's he nice. You should have knew good. that that man knew good. the answer anyway. You shouldn't have got yourself into that. Like, come <laughs> Bruh, I hate both of y'all. I, I hate both of I y'all. Mean, man. Wow, we can't really be mad at him. He did almost go a perfect score, man. <laughs> Can't be too man. You fucking smart. All right, man. Let's 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 let's. I know it's late, but let's let's give us five minutes on our take on um the continuation of our sports frustration in the state of Louisiana, man. Anthony Davis requested a trade. Um, he said a bunch of shit. He's not resigning with the the the, the Pelicans. And um, don't like when you see this. He coming. cares more about the. He said that the Saints team and the um the ownership cares more about the Saints than the Pelicans and um. He chose to do this shit the same, like, within a week or so of the Saints and that controversial call and us not making it to the Super Bowl. So he knew what was happening in New Orleans. He knew how people, like, the sports fans in New Orleans was feeling. And he felt like, nah, this is the right time to make this power He don't have no empathy. I mean... And they find him 50 racks. Yeah. He didn't have to do it like that. I saw this coming. uh, I don't know if y'all watched the episodes of uh, More Than Athlete, is it was called, with LeBron James' little uh, posse. I didn't watch it. On ESPN Plus, so I watched, it and then I saw Rich going out there, flying to New Orleans on a jet, meeting with AD because he was just changing representative, and then he ended up bagging the deal. I knew it was coming in. When so I you know, it. it's funny. My mom called me last night and was like, "She's like, oh, what you doing?" And I was like, "Oh, just watching the game." Yeah, that's what I was calling you for. You saw, uh, <laughs> you saw the Pelicans won without AD, huh? I said, "What?" <laughs> like that shit was striking to me that she yeah. refers to this nigga as AD for one. Yeah. And that she was watching the game for like, two. Fuck that nigga. Like, you oh, watching man. the Pellies and you know who AD is. Like, I was just as shocked with my... Like, my grandmother only knew two people in the NBA. which was LeBron, by name. And she used to say them little um, nappy-haired, light-skinned boys. And that was Steph Curry and, mm-hmm. um, and um, Clay Thompson. But, like, the, I, I guess I figured my mama would have known who Anthony Davis is, but just AD is funny. But it's probably on the news and everything around that Yeah, way. it probably is. It's probably probably hey, I'll just, I just give you my take on it real quick. So, first off, I don't care how noble or methodical or early or how much he's doing. First off, I want to say, fuck AD. I'm off that man. I don't ever want to see him again. Off I, yeah, I can't wait for him to go to another team. I talked a little bit earlier before we before we started recording that I, I'm I'm a little optimistic that AD AD is gonna give us more of a return than Chris Paul gave us. Um, so and and because he's, he's got multiple teams fighting over him, and we act, we're not owned by the NBA this time. Like it's just it's just a better situation. Um, I'm very sad that that man is like leaving when he left. Like you alluded to, a man is leaving whenever we are already in despair. Um, I, I just read. I just read that Sean Payton had to sit and eat ice cream and watch days. Netflix for three straight days to get over that that super that uh you know like not going to the Super Bowl because of the the way that it happened. Um, so you know Sean I don't wish AD anything anything well. Like I'm not gonna say I hope that man get hurt. Um, but I hope he never wins a championship. I hope LeBron leave on him. I hope um, Bronny get drafted by the Bucks and LeBron go play for the Bucks in four years and they never win a championship. I hope, or, or I hope the Pelicans get rid of the rid of that boy and then we turn into like kind of a super super rich man's version of what Carmelo did for the Nuggets and end up a championship team because we got the number one overall pick from yeah, what AD got us and some pieces. Like that's what I hope. I hope that yeah, I, the Pelicans are in way better shape than 
they are now without AD. I don't feel that. I don't. I don't feel that strongly about it. I don't want him to go nowhere, but you know, I get it. I think it came off the brink of him, you know, hurting his finger, whatever, all of that. You know, it, it's sports. It's a business. The man got to make his money however he see fit and where he want to go. If you don't want to be down there with us, fuck you. Bye. Wish that man well. Do your thing. I just won't. I just hope the Pellies play it right. Like, we could get a lot right. for AD. You know what I mean? I think we should be. We, I don't know. Who was our GM? Who was our GM? Dale Demps. Dale Demps. I, I hope he played this, this situation right because we, we we could get a lot for AD. But he answered the Mickey Loomis, so <laughs> so that's that's that. Yeah, um, I mean we could get a lot for that boy. I just, I just hope we play the situation right. So all the cards on our on our table. So a couple of things I'm gonna say about that, just to kind of piggyback on what y'all just said, which I think is interesting. I think that yeah, I definitely agree with Raj more that AD a hope. And what I think is funny is that Raj, I was actually looking today on like eBay. I was about to buy a Chris Paul throwback. New Orleans Hornets jersey because I think I Chris Paul just kind of came back up from being somebody who I I hate like Anthony Davis is at the bottom now and Chris Paul is a little higher than him if that makes any sense (laughs) like time has healed the wounds of Chris Paul and now it's Mm -hmm. like okay Chris Paul is whatever I think that in sports um when you have a rooting interest in a certain team Mm -hmm. you you're going to look at people in a like the, the truth is somewhere in the middle is what I was saying earlier. Like when people was asking us a couple of weeks ago, a month ago, a years ago, where's Anthony Davis? We'd say, man, it's LeBron James. And then like Anthony Davis. Now, you know, from time to time, like, oh no, Steph Curry might be better than him or James Harden might be better than him or whatever. But we still always had AD as like top three. Right. But people who weren't Pelicans fans were like, nah, he like top 10. He like number seven. And like, we'd be like, oh no, that man like number three. Right. So now when you want to leave, it's kind of like you're like, now nah, that nigga probably, like you, you start looking at it in reality and you say, what did he ever win for us? And and even more so than that, NBA, like you could like, let, let me put it in NBA, NFL terms that y'all, that other people may be able to understand. If you have like, and I was talking to my partner, my partner, this podcast brought to you by DeAndre about this the other day, that like, if you had like the best Khalil Mack, right? The best, oh, Aaron Donald. Who's more valuable, him or Tom Brady and Drew Brees and like uh, and Patrick Mahomes, right? He might be better than them and have a better skill set at his position, but it's more important to have a better quarterback. Just like it's more important to have a better person with the ball in their hands. You want Paul George more than you want Anthony Davis. She and and we and you you could we could agree to disagree on that, but <laughs> when it's when it's crunch time and we trying to beat somebody. Then you like, want Paul Joe with the you ball. want somebody with the who gonna have the ball? Goes. Somebody got to get AD the ball. My whole point is, yeah, okay, I get that. He ain't never won us nothing. No, it's not like he ever won us nothing. I so mean. you're right about that. We should get something. What I disagree with you about Los is that whole um, Kuzma and Ball and Ingram and draft picks. Man, fuck the Lakers. I'm not about to get it, and I'm torn because I'm a LeBron fan. Yeah. So I want LeBron to do well, but not at Louisiana's expense. So yeah. at the end of the day. Man, fuck the Lakers, man. I'll wait to see what the Celtics going to do. I'd rather Jason Tatum and mm. Jalen Brown and picks than let me tell you and Ball let me, and picks. And, and let me tell you what you can what flip you it want. a bunch of ways, man. Them boys could get like the 76ers picks. Them boys could do a bunch. Boys could end up with Zion Williamson out of this. Like who got the who got first pick? We, let me tell you what you wait, want. They can find out who has yeah, the first pick yeah, and, and trade yeah. Anthony Davis I'm, to them. I'm all for that first pick. Trade hey. that man to the Calves. Exactly. I'm all, so look, I, I'm all for that. I'm let me tell you what you like, want like that for AD. Shit. 
Yeah, I'm just saying. Well, I'm just saying. Uh, I'm all. I'm all for that though. Let's get. I'm all for getting Zion. Well, one, one, and you know, shout out. I don't think Ingram is a good basketball player at all. I think Ingram ain't that good. I think Kuz was the best young Man, player on that true. team. And I think that Ball is all right. You know, but Ball say um, he don't want to sign with us, so fuck it. Yeah, Ball already don't want to come, so I don't want Ball. But, like, so yeah, here's what I'm saying. Here's what you want. You want draft capital. So you want a good player this, this year because it's a pretty deep draft from what I understand. But also what you want is... I don't know if you're. I don't. This is very deep. Like this might be too deep for the podcast and our listeners. But we want the 2020 first round draft pick from somebody. Because I don't know if you know anything about the 2020 draft in the NBA, but they're speculating that that's going to be the first year that they let high schoolers back into the league. Right. Yeah. Next year. So, so you you want Melo? No, so do you know do you know what that means? Like do Bello you know what that means from? No. No, that means that. They're not only going to have high schoolers, but they're going to have one and duns as well. So that means that the draft, like the draft um, prospects, it'll be doubled. I got you. Like, like the good players will be not doubled double, because yeah, not only have one it'll and done, but the high school that's ready for the league. But, like but it'll be, I, I would, it, it will be doubled. It will be doubled because you're going to have that class of 20 and you're going to also have the class like of 21. All of them not going straight to the league, but my, my, my thing would just be today. But a bunch rise. of them will. That, that's all I'm the only part I'm gonna add to that and just kind of say it's a little different is you want you want you want 19 you don't want 20 you do want 20 as well but you definitely want 19 because 19 got them dogs 19 got RJ Barrett 19 yes. got Zion Williamson 19 got that boy from like whatever uh, that little small college is who talking over John Morant um, yeah, cutting. yeah they got they got dogs got a couple niggas at Kentucky got a couple out of Virginia one got out of Virginia that's nice they got dogs in college right now yeah. that you want you want a couple of them and this might be a little aside, and maybe y'all don't feel me on this, but I'm just going to say this. I feel like DeMarcus Cousins played for the Pelicans for like four months. And he had the right personality mm-hmm. and temperament for Louisiana to get behind. It fit. More than Anthony Davis did in 10 years with us. Like, I feel like people was ready to be like, ah, we got Boogie. We got somebody for like a country boy from Mobile, Alabama, who out here snarling. Some big old ass nigga with yeah. the, the permanent meme mug on. That's more like like look at the Saints. Look at what we in what the type of players and professional I caught athletes the culture that we of the like. Team is the, is the, the culture we like. Yeah. We don't want. I mean, Anthony Davis was great. He was a great basketball player. Yeah. But if we could get dogs back for him, some niggas. That's all I'm saying. So you like, saying you, you want you want Ron I want Artest. a rich man's version. I want Ron a rich Artest. man's version of the Grizzlies. Mm. I want like a Zach Randolph type, a Gasol, a Mike Conley. I want some grit, some Tony Allen. We want you coming in here with. The, we don't want you coming here with all that Ferragamo, all that cute yeah. stuff on. Coming here with some little shoes on, the shirt, ready to ball. I want Drew Holiday to be our Mike Conley slash um, Tony Allen. Or whatever, Mike Conley, I guess is yeah. better. And I want, and maybe, maybe, maybe Jabba. I like Tony Allen though. Maybe Jabba comes. Um, I go to Walgasol, but I, we need us. We need us. I go to with Tony Allen though. We need us a Zach Randolph. We need some dogs. Some yeah. more dogs that can jump. I think the Pel- that the Pelicans can be fine around this. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not upset about it like that. You It'll were right out. about how, the the thing about we just gotta watch how we play it. Yeah, I just want us to. I just want to get everything we're supposed to get for that dude. Like if he want to sit out the rest of the time, fine. Yeah. Really, I'm. I'm like you don't gotta play no more. That's cool. You really don't have to play no more. Like, fine. I mean, you want to leave? You really cool. shouldn't be on the sideline and stuff. We really don't even want to see you. You don't got to play no more. But we gonna, but don't think you about to hurry up and trade your ass, though. My only Pelicans jersey is a, uh, is a Anthony Davis, though. 
So, Raj, if, if you're getting a, Panthony, uh, a Pelicans jersey, who should that jersey be at this point that you feel kind of relatively Man, sure? Smooth. Nice. Oh, you're right. C-A-P. Huh? A big yeah. personalized because I don't know who I've 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 seen some things where it's like man if we trade Anthony Davis we, we should get trade rid of Holiday too yeah I saw that so and I wouldn't even be mad I'd just be like all right whatever it's all good mm. yeah I mean like like you just said it, it'd be a we'd have to figure that out but I mean it's it's an interesting kind of thought exercise to find out what we could get back and just kind of think about that in in, in those contexts but. Yeah, like you said, don't get nobody on the jersey. Cause that's that is the reason why I was looking at old Chris Paul jerseys today. Sure, throwback dad. A Mashburn, a PJ Brown, P Miller, P Mill. Ooh, Jim Miller. Jim Miller. You know who else played for us, right? Lance Thomas, man. Thomas. Look, we're gonna see y'all again. Um, next week. <laughs> <laughs> Holla at your dog. Holla at your koala, man. Bop, bop, bop. Excuse me.